This is the London Visited podcast on your favourite podcast provider, bringing to you the facts, history and information about different parts of this great capital. If you have been to London, are planning on visiting, live here or just love London from afar, then this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Steve and welcome to our podcast. We're here for all things London and to tell you more behind some of the iconic places and people in London's history. And in this episode, we go to Hyde Park, but we go to a specific part of Hyde Park, Speaker's Corner. Don't forget to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel, London Visited, to see videos covering this place and so many others across London. Also, if you love the podcast and the channel, why not join us as a member? Join our group of what we like to call our London Visited Crown Jewels, where there are many different benefits, including a members-only monthly podcast. Have a look by going to www patreon.com forward slash London Visited. And now to this week's podcast. A Speaker's Corner is an area where an open-air public speaking, debate and discussion are allowed. The original and best known is the northeast corner of Hyde Park in London. Historically, there were a number of other areas designated as Speaker's Corners in other parks in London, such as Lincoln Inn Fields, Finsbury Park, Clapham Common, Kennington Park and Victoria Park. Areas for speakers' corners have been established in other countries and elsewhere in the UK. Speakers here may talk on any subject as long as the police consider their speeches lawful, although this right is not restricted to speakers' corner only. Contrary to popular belief, there is no immunity from the law, nor are any subjects prescribed. But in practice, the police intervene only when they receive a complaint. On some occasions in the past, they have intervened on the grounds of profanity. Though Hyde Park Speaker's Corner is considered the paved area closest to Marble Arch, legally the public speaking area extends beyond the Reform Tree and covers a large area from Marble Arch to Victoria Gate and along the Serpentine to Hyde Park Corner and the Broadwalk running from Hyde Park Corner to Marble Arch. Close to this spot, about 250 years ago, people were still being hanged at the infamous Tyburn Gallows. The gallows were installed in 1196 and by the time they were dismantled in 1783, more than 50,000 people have been executed here. Everyone condemned to die at Tyburn would make a final speech. Some confessed, others protested their innocence or criticised the authorities. For onlookers, executions at Tyburn were big social events. Londoners could buy a ticket to watch executions from a seat on huge wooden platforms. Eventually, the authorities decided that the hangings were too rowdy and transferred them to Newgate Prison, but the tradition for protest and pleasure in Hyde Park continued. Public riots broke out in the park in 1855 in protest over the Sunday Trading Bill, which forbade buying and selling on a Sunday, the only day working people had off. The riots were rather optimistically described by Karl Marx as the beginning of the English Revolution. The origins of Speaker's Corner, as it is known today, stem from 1866, when a meeting of the Reform League demanded the extension of the franchise, was suppressed by the government. Marches and protests had long convened or terminated their routes in Hyde Park, often at Speaker's Corner itself. Finding the park locked, demonstrators tore up hundreds of yards of railings to gain access, and three days of rioting followed. The next year, when a crowd of 150,000 people defied another government ban and marched to Hyde Park, police and troops did not intervene. Spencer Walpole, the Home Secretary, resigned the next day. In the 1872 Parks Regulation Act, the right to meet and speak freely in Hyde Park was established through a series of regulations governing the conduct of meetings. In 1872, an Act of Parliament set aside this part of Hyde Park for public speaking. 
even today on a Sunday morning, it's not unusual to find crowds gathering at Speaker's Corner to listen to enthusiasts expounding their views. Anyone can turn up unannounced to speak on any subject, as long as the police consider their speech is lawful. Speaker's Corner is often held up to demonstrate freedom of speech, as anyone can turn up unannounced and talk on any subject, although always at the risk of being heckled by regulars. The corner was frequented by Karl Marx, Vladimir Lenin, George Orwell. From 1906 to 1914, the suffragettes held large and small meetings in Hyde Park as part of their campaign for votes for women. In the summer of 1906, they had a meeting every week near the reformers' tree. During the Women's Day of the 21st of June 1908, 250,000 women marched to Hyde Park to hear 20 different speaking platforms. In 1913, the police banned the Women's Social and Political Union from meeting in the park, but the suffragettes defiantly continued to do so. By the 1930s, soapbox orators were found to be in marketplaces, street corners and parks across the country. Of the estimated 100 speaking places found weekly in London between 1855 and 1939, Speaker's Corner is the last to survive. In June 1972, three men, Joseph Callan, Louis Macrotino and Thomas Quinn, all Irish Republican activists were arrested and charged under the Treason Felony Act of 1848, which saw them face the prospect of life imprisonment. They also faced numerous other charges, including conspiracy to fight against Her Majesty's forces and incitement. The three had given inflammatory speeches at Speaker's Corner in response to the shooting dead of 13 civil rights demonstrators in Derry by the British military in an event known as Bloody Sunday. Most of the charges were eventually dropped and the three were convicted of seditious utterances and given sentences of between 9 and 18 months in prison. Lord Justice Sedley, in Redmond Bate versus the Director of Public Prosecutions, 1999, described Speaker's Corner as demonstrating the tolerance which is extended by the law to opinion of every kind and expected by the law in conduct of those who disagree, even strongly, with what they hear. The ruling famously established in English case law that freedom of speech could not be limited to the inoffensive, but extended also to the irritating, the contentious, the eccentric, the heretical, the unwelcome, and the provocate, as long as such speech did not intend to provoke violence. And that the right to free speech accorded by Article 10 of the European Convention of Human Rights also accorded the right to be offensive. Prior to the ruling, prohibited speech at Speaker's Corner included obscenity, blasphemy, insulting the Queen, or inciting a breach of the peace. In the late 19th century, for instance, a combination of park bylaws, use of the Highways Act and the use of the venue licensing powers of the London County Council made it one of the few players where socialist speakers could meet and debate. Speaker's Corner was the focus of a huge rally in February 2003 against military action in Iraq. The number of people who attended was estimated between 750,000 and 2 million. The speakers and supporters included the actress Vanessa Redgrave, human rights campaigner Bianca Jagger, former MP Tony Benn, playwright Harold Pinter and the Hollywood actor Tim Robbins. The rally was one of the most recent in Hyde Park about the war, but back in 1859 there were demonstrations about the Franco-Austrian war. So I hope you've enjoyed our look at Speaker's Corner. It's certainly one of those places to be on a Sunday morning. If you'd like to make contact with us or suggest any places you'd like us to feature in future podcasts, you can let me know through our website www.londonvisited.co.uk or via our social media. It's that easy. Thanks for listening. Really hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll see you soon on the next one.
Bye. Thanks for listening and please don't forget to subscribe to get more shows direct to your device. Also, why not visit our London Visited YouTube channel to get even more of London. Catch you soon on the next one. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.